You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. All right, so you're wondering, how do I listen to you guys live? How do I check it out? Well, good news. We stream every Wednesday, 9 p.m. over on Twitch. Nerdux, N-E-R-D-D-U-X, or Nerd Snow Media on YouTube or Twitch. That's how you're going to be able to catch us. Hope to see you in the live chat. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center, this is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Sparta! All your base are belong to us. The balls are inert. And now it begins. Alright guys, I hope we're live. Um, thank you for joining us here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. On all streaming sites including YouTube, Twitch and of course Periscope. We will work on more in the future. Guys, how's everybody doing? Bryn. Great. <laughs> Not doing bad. Not Kev. doing too bad. Great. And Katie, how are you? I am still here. Still here. <laughs> uh, well, it's good to have everyone back. Uh, again, we're missing we're missing some of the cast, but uh, we will persevere. Now, here's the thing. Not a lot happened because we're still living in quasi-lockdown. Um, so It's actually reverting, I think. Yeah, well, apparently we're going back. So that's, you know, we might have to go back to lockdown, which is sad. Back to the pile. Back to back to the pile, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so what was it? Season, uh, season, season, Jesus. Uh, phase four now is... Yeah, we're on, we're on season four of the quarantine. Exactly, yeah. season four of the quarantine. And, uh, yeah, so we, the pub- we hit a bottle episode. It's 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 kind of repetitive. So the, the, <laughs> so the pubs aren't going to reopen, so boo orange, it looks like. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we're kind of stuck now uh, in this weird phase where we don't know what's going forward. But everything still kind of stays the same. Comic-Con is gone. It's been here. Nobody nobody knew about it still. There was some cool Matrix up to drop during the week. Uh, still haven't got around to my promised review of uh, Ghost of... What's it? Ghost of Tiroshima. Um, and, yeah, so that's basically it. Nothing else has been going on, really. So we're, we are going to kind of persevere through the rest of season seven and season eight of the simpsons but before we do that kev you had some news well in the kind of the relation to the fact that you know not a lot's been happening in terms of things being moved to streaming due to everything rona there was one big piece of news that got that came out today and that's the fate of what's happening to disney's mulan which was supposed to be a really major release for them Uh, it has been announced today that that will be releasing Oh, the date escapes me. I think it's it's September on Disney Plus, but at a premium. Yeah. So you have to pay. So it, as a Disney Plus subscriber, so you're already paying for Disney Plus, you now have to pay an extra $30 to rent Mulan. 
didn't take the box to do paid DLC, did it? Disney's moving on to paid DLC. Oh, no, that's a bad idea. It's not like we already pay 70 quid a year. That's a bad idea. I got news for you, Disney. That ain't gonna work out well. That ain't gonna fly. No, that is not gonna work out well. It's not even the fact that, like, it's... It's thirty quid extra yeah. hold for, on, a listen, movie. Listen, listen, for a movie. Listen, listen, listen. The cinema doesn't even cost that much. No. But hold on a minute. No, hold on a minute. Right, we're missing the big thing, right? Mm. Mulan, this remake, live action remake, literally did nothing for me anyway. And I tell you the reason why: they took out the best part of it, the song. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> they got rid of the song. They got rid of the songs. Mm. It also you know? doesn't have Eddie Murphy. So but it also doesn't have Eddie Murphy. But you know, like, it's yeah. like. You know, who's going to say, let's get down to business to defeat the Huns? Yeah. You know, it's like, come who's on. Who's going to make a man out of you? Exactly. Like, these are, like, important parts that are just gone. So it's like, yeah. you know, fair enough. We had the hot one from Harry Potter trying to butcher in uh, Beauty, and the, Beauty and the Beast songs. But that, at least they tried. You know, <laughs> your woman... An attempt was made. An attempt was made. It wasn't a good attempt. It was a horrific attempt. But uh, war crimes in some countries. Mm. But, um, you know... <laughs> <laughs> with uh, your one who's doing Mulan, it's like, what's going on? Like, see, I, I like, I'd given up really being interested in the Disney remakes at all mm-hmm. a while ago. But like, I think I probably would have watched Mulan for like, a, if it's a half decent, like halfway decent kind of kung fu movie. Oh yeah, I'd watch that. That'd be cool. Absolutely. Look, I, not I, I, for thirty dollars. <laughs> no, look, hold on. Tur- no, actually, no. There's, there's, ne- there's no justification. Like, unless Mulan comes around and like hangs out with you and like gets you food, you're like, cool. Like, this is the one argument I heard to justify the price is, f- is that like that's the amount of cost for a family unit to watch us. And Not I'm if like, you're okay. already paying a subscription. You're paying a exactly. Subscription like, it's, it's there's like that's the one thing. And I'm like, uh, the, what about the people that want to watch it alone? You're mm-hmm. shafting them thirty goddamn dollars on yeah. top of your subscription. Well, theoretically, there's a browser you can use called yeah. Brave Browser. That <laughs> circum- or we could all just not watch Mulan and just yeah. boycott yeah. it. But look, you know, there, well, there's also fair. there's also some there's there's a. A certain number of seas you can sail. Exactly. I'm not sure how many there are. But and, uh, can I interest you in a boat? <laughs> and, and, and how you surf those sea- seas theoretically is using the Brave Browser, which unlocks yeah. all the access to these seas. So, yeah, uh, yeah Disney, good, good luck. Good luck, yeah, interior, you know, of course, where, for educational purposes. Where you, where you find <laughs> other people who educationally just want to, you know, share the, the knowledge. aspects of the, of, the, knowledge. of the files with you. And, you know... You share them back. The sharing, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Just, you know, it's like <laughs> handing a parcel to a good friend of yours. It, 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 but it is. This is yeah, look, I, yeah. Terrible this is, idea. I, terrible I, idea. I just, I, I've lost all interest in seeing Mulan. Unless they just, yeah. up, like a month or two down the line, they just uploaded Disney+. Plus. Mm. I don't care. The only live action remake I'm waiting for is Hercules, because that's going to be a train wreck, and I am in. Yes. The one thing I would say though is I'm probably more interested in uh, in, in sharing a file format of Mulan with a friend out of spite now. Um, in theory. In theory, you know, for educational purposes. Yeah. Hold on. With friends. Here's the question. With known friends. Here's the question I have, Kev. Is does the Heracles remake at least have the songs? Have it as it. Like I think the only thing they've actually announced is they produce is that it's got the Russos producing it. That's it. If it it's doesn't happened. have James, James Woods, I'm out. Simple like, as. Again, no, 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 no firm details yet. All we know is it, it's happening and the Russos it, are attached. It needs, it needs James Woods 
And it needs uh, Danny DeVito and it needs the songs. Like, but you know what it needs? What? It needs James Woods singing the James Woods song from Family Guy. <laughs> but no, every actually, James no, Woods it, thing needs that song. So. No, it, it needs Michael Bolton playing Hercules. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, the, the, the big misstep with Disney remakes or Disney live action stuff is like the reason why you watch a Disney movie is for the songs. And the songs yeah. are gone, it misses a huge, big part of it you know like literally it's like you're gonna have good animation and songs some better than others but you know there's all there's also like with when it comes to the animated stuff as well it it doesn't degrade over time in terms no, of animation it, quality so, so, oh God, so, yeah. some of it does but it's very, uh, very I mean it depends. yeah like the, well, the good like the actually the consensually the, yeah, the, yeah yeah the, the gold age. good stuff has yeah the gold yeah the gold yeah. stuff but I mean, like I, I mean I like my uh, like slowly but surely my favorite Disney film is Becoming Emperor's New Groove and it's oh. brilliant and I will it's fight so anyone good. who says it isn't but um, such a great movie it's, it, but that, that's one of those films where like I love it and I don't think it degrades with time but I guarantee you if a live action version of it was made that would be it would terrible. degrade it would be terrible unless quick. they got David Spade back no one wants David Spade back though Oh, come so. on. He's really good in that, though. It's he's, the only he's, really, he's really good in it, but I really don't want to... Have you seen him in real life recently? I don't want to see him. Like, I don't he want to see him. He won't look good as a llama. No. no, no, it's, no. It would be like hiring Dustin Diamond to come back to, to Save by the Bell remake, and you're like, oh, no. Oh, God, Dustin Diamond. No. Oh, yeah, oh, but no. Geez. in fairness now, Dustin Diamond straight up stabbed a guy. Oh, he did, totally. <laughs> he did but, but even if he didn't, he looked like a, he looked like a haggard wreck. Hold on, yeah. Dustin Diamond. Dustin Diamond looks like he needs to be in jail for a string of offenses. Like just he is. Looks he, he is in jail for a string of offenses. <laughs> he's back in jail, is he? Yeah, he stabbed a guy. Oh my god. Okay, fair enough. Now, but now we can't be sued for liable. Fair enough. Um. Oh well. Damn, Screech. Calm down. No, Screech ain't got no chill. No chill. Wow. I suppose I suppose living under Zach Morris's shadow for so long messed him up. Yeah. But Zach Morris is trash. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That was kind of like the whole. They're all trash under AC Slater. That's. Yeah. No, but have you actually seen Zach Morris's trash? No. Was it? It's like it's it's this thing that they do on Facebook where they watch episodes of Saved by the Bell and they point out like every single time Zach did something horrible. Within the like, it literally the first five minutes of every episode. The the whole episode, the entire episode, the storylines are centered around him being a horrible garbage human being. Yeah, but within the first five minutes, he does something like horrific, and then it just gets worse from there. Yeah, yeah. But then it's called the inciting incident, guys. Come on, learn storytelling. Hold on a second. I have I have stuff on the book over there. You know, I know, I know. Um, jeez. Okay, we're gonna do that. That's gonna be an no thing. We're gonna we're gonna watch an episode of. Oh, say with a bell, man. Anyway, moving forward. So, look, I would say Mulan, Mulan coming through the service is a good idea. DLC, not a good idea. Like, I don't even know what what would be worth thirty euro. Honestly, like, literally. like is is it a magic movie? Does it make you toast and coffee in the morning for your breakfast after you've watched it? See, that's what I like. Oh, fair enough. Right, here's the thing. Right, so here's my big pitch for Disney Plus. Right, mm-hmm. when you rent Mulan, right, they send you out like a poster, right. And a gift voucher for Szechuan sauce or something. Or like a meal of some description. 
And then there you go. You can watch your take. You have your takeaway while you watch. Because you like to get wine and dine before they do horrific at, things. At you. least it would justify the price tag. If you got like a Just Eat voucher that was twenty five euro, you'd be like, "Cool, man, this is fine." Mm. And at least then you wouldn't feel so bad about it. But I don't know, listen. If you pay twenty euro for Milan, you're full. Um, <laughs> so I'll just say you Support deserve the capitalist machine. Hold on, you Ca- animals. Capitalism. There's nothing wrong with it. But this think is about the economy, you guys. No, this is um, think, think about how badly D- Disney needs that money. You guys. well, I well, hold on. What I will say is Disney is in a lot of trouble. To be fair, I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but Disney actually is in a lot of trouble because ain't nobody going to theme parks during the big yeah, Anna. no dip, no one's going <laughs> yeah. to theme parks. Yeah. That that ad for Disney on Florida <laughs> looks like a dystopian parody. <laughs> but like even, on the, even on the even on the the, the videos they have where they're showing like all the precautions they're taking and it stuff. It does so not look this, fun. But they have this guy with a, with a temperature thing, right? And he yeah. puts it up to the, like literally touches it off the kid's forehead and then he takes it away and the, the next person walks up. He doesn't even wipe it. He just no. puts it on the next person. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yep. You can't do that. Yeah. The happiest so, place on earth, you guys. So here's the, th- <laughs> the here's the thing, though. You know, as we slowly descend into the worst dystopian te- uh, technocracy yeah. that we were all foretold about, to be fair, cyberpunk. It, it, it's it's, it's not. It's not even cyberpunk. It's like <laughs> bad cyberpunk. It's no, like we don't even get it, green terminals. Dar- we Dar- just get it's, hell. Dar- it's a, it's the it's a genre that never existed before. It's sad cyberpunk. Sad, sad, sad literally boring sad. cyberpunk. Sad punk. Sad punk. <laughs> Everything is just grey and slightly I mean, like, terrible. Have you listened to the state of rap music? That's basically what it's been for the past couple of years. Oh, this was yeah. inevitable. <laughs> but yeah, like, like so, you so, know, things are bad when rap music's going. What's the point of putting effort in anymore? <laughs> well, the genre that gave us P Diddy has given up. <laughs> so here's the th- well. Look, if you look at trends the past ten years, literally that's what twenty tens were. The decade everyone gave up. So okay. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Disney's in a lot of trouble, right? So, because their movies, obviously, no one's gone to movie theaters, right? No one's gone to tea parks. Disney's in massive financial problems. But here's what's interesting about it, right? So they're starting to cut the fat all across through all these departments. Um, it looks like there's going to be major cuts made to s- at all these movies that are coming out. Marvel's still fine. They're reached, they're got, they've started shooting again. Disney's- are you going to bring this back to Star Wars? <laughs> Yes. yes, it always comes back to Star Wars. So Star Wars now is up, which means that we're going to see some probably some Star Wars news coming up soon. So that's good. So even so, it's taken Disney to on the verge of financial ruin to actually kind of sort this out. But um, yeah, man, like I would not want to be on the Disney board right now. But what is interesting about it as well, um, as as far as the Disney Plus thing, what we could see happen, we could see like. There is talk that the Last Jedi, but that was no. What, what was the really? What was the terrible one that came out? The Ri- Rise of Skywalker. Oh, Rise all the yeah, fair all of them. Rise of Skywalker. Um, there's a turn of cut apparently going to be on Disney Plus relatively soon. That's the rumors, but we don't know. But we just see how bad their finances go because if they're doing this thing where with Mulan costing thirty dollars, I would pay thirty dollars for in a turn of cut of Star Wars and then burn it. Um, so I don't, I don't think they have enough footage to make a good film. Apparently they do. That's the problem. But I, I think that 
the danger as well is that if they start doing that where they're putting movies out and charging extra for them, they're they're running the risk of having an influx of people leaving the service altogether. Yeah, which is probably what's going which you know, that's the thing with, with this Mulan thing, is like if people are like, Oh well why am I paying for this when Netflix is still there? And even like on if, Netflix, yeah. you know, if and it's if, the only notable thing that's actually kind of coming up on the calendar for Disney Plus and people people are like, Oh well I've got to pay more for this when there's nothing new actually being added. Yeah. Why am I subscribed well, to this then? But as that's true. I mean that's true. Like HBO apparently is gonna be coming yeah, over HBO to Max. our shores. HBO Max is coming yeah. to our shores pretty soon, which again would be from based on the reviews that we're getting of it, it they seem pretty glowing because of the library they have. Yeah. And that's so, the thing, you know, so look, you know, as you were saying, Kev, capitalism got to control it because mm-hmm. if, if you're not, if you're not, it, it's great when it works, but if you kind of lose the whole point that the customer is always right and you got to serve the customer first, they're just going to leave or steal from you. So it's just yeah. like, In theory. You know, it's like a theory for education purposes, yeah. of course, you know, because yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, we went. We went from a period. We went from a period where that was just kind of done because it was hard to. Like, look, I remember a time when to buy a DVD, like the Highlander director's cut, was up there. Highlander two, the Renegade cut, that cost me forty five euro, and I ordered from America twelve years ago. Now, theoretically, you can go on a website and get it. Yeah. Right. Well, oh, this comes back to what the but, guy. Uh, like Gabe Newell from Steam, who uh, behind Valve and Steam, has said this forever when it comes to what we're talking about here, which is that like you have a like it's a service problem yeah. when you when it's easier for people to do things in a less than a legitimate manner yeah. than it is for them to do something legitimately. Yeah, that's what they do exactly. It, and, yeah, it's the same as Spotify and all. Sorry for interrupting you, Brent. Uh, it, it's the same as Spotify. Like, I found myself really going to Spotify now a lot more than I ever thought I would. Purely mm. because it's an app on my phone. I don't have to carry an iPod around and I get a fair amount of music. I don't mm. mind paying the premium because I use it, you know. But if they were to like, oh, well, they do do it. But if they were to even more aggressively do it, where the point we're going to remove all this music, you know, I'd be like, all right, I'm just going to get the iPod out again. I think there is that line with people where it's like, if you make it cheap or decent people will not have a problem with it. If you start, like, for want of a better word, riding them, they're just going to be like, yeah, here, look, no, that's not going to uh, Like, You know, it's like, be, people are like, no, be, I'm not doing it. You know? Being an anime fan pre-like streaming renaissance was a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> These things, if they got released at all, they were released in, like, parts a DVD. So you get six episodes of a DVD that it cost you the better part of 20 quid. Oh, I don't six know. episodes of don't a know. dozen episode season. Mm. Yep. I know, sure. That's but, I, I remember going in and getting <laughs> Trinity Blood, and I love Trinity Blood. It's my favorite anime ever, actually. Um, and I I have all the box sets, and it cost me like one hundred twenty dollars to get it. Bryn, sorry for me. Please go ahead. Yeah. Can I keep interrupting you? <laughs> I can't even remember what I was saying. What my point was, but like even with anime, like I remember, like I used to watch Guyver on YouTube relentlessly because it's the only way I could watch it. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't yeah, so- find DVDs of it to buy. I couldn't find it. I wasn't bothered getting the. The uh, the original J dub. So just watching English dub was the only way I could watch it on YouTube. There was a point where I could only find it on MySpace, like, <laughs> well, <laughs> which it, is pain. Well, <laughs> one's got creative. Well, here's the funny yeah. story about YouTube. The reason why YouTube was developed was to act because they were trying to find the clip of the nip slip from the Super Bowl. That yeah, and a couple of lads the wardrobe like, malfunction. Yeah, and a couple of lads from Google were like, "Hey, let's just make a website where we can 
do this and they did and that was the whole purpose of it to put stuff up that you couldn't find anywhere else and it's funny it's come full circle now because I'm a big fan me and the band are a big fan of a show called Danger Five Danger Five, and it's fantastic um, but you can't really get it here you can't and you can't you know theoretically for educational purposes find it on the high seas it's actually easier to buy the DVD from Amazon and watch it but now it's up on YouTube as well so but I actually bought the Texas Edition because it was easier to do so. And that's where I think it's important to kind of mark. Like, if, if, if there's a, you can put all the DRM and stuff like that, people are just gonna get around it. It's just this what it is. But if you make it kind of available for people in a way that they don't have to look for it, that's your mm. sweet spot. And actually, there was a good bit of news there today, actually, before you jump in, with Spotify, where the CEO was like, hey, um, bands need to make more music. And, you know, obviously to get more money. And, you know, I've seen people jump forward, back and forward with it and say how horrible it is. And on one hand, he's right. But on the other hand, it's a really crappy thing to say. But the thing about it is, it's like, from someone in a band, we put our music up on Spotify. We don't get a lot of money from it because you really don't. But people come find out about it and then buy stuff off Bandcamp and sports that way. And that's kind of been my experience of it. So it's mm. it's weird that we're in this kind of world where streaming exists but it helps and hurts artists and helps and hurts consumers and we still haven't found that sweet spot because I think when Netflix first came around it was that where everyone's like oh Netflix is great it's brilliant then everyone got greedy so I think we need to kind of have that shake in the market where people wake up and stop being so greedy I think one of the interesting kind of things in terms of streaming services as well is something like an audible yeah where like you know, it, it doesn't because you're able to buy audiobooks. You, it's never been cheaper to buy an audiobook. Like it used to cost you upwards of fifty euros to get an to get a single audiobook. Oh yeah, ridiculous. And then ridiculous. and then when Amazon bought Audible and turned it into a monthly subscription thing, you're able to get like you basically spend eight euro, which would be cheaper than going into a shop and getting a paperback, and you'd have. And you'd have a you'd have an audiobook that you can keep, which is madness. Like, um, and I think that's like I think that's something that would be, in terms of the idea of doing like a rental service, something like that would be it, it, something like that might be an interesting way to go about it, where you get to pick something, and then just keep it after from that point with you just consistent consistently per, like using that as a, like a month as a regular monthly purchase. Because oh, what, this would be a really slick way to segue into into finding out that we got adverti- we got sponsored by Audible. This would be a hell of a this way to do that. I wish that'd, be, that'd be a great way to find it. But guys, listen. Hey, Audible, give us money. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll take it. We'll shill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's what it is. We'll shill your books. Shill your books. <laughs> Sell my book. Buy my book. Uh, it would be good now if we just hard cut to Ray Chattel. It would be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, like, you know, obviously... We're, I think we're in this weird... Because obviously we remember the world without the internet, right? So we still remember like the world of physical media. And I think that's kind of hard for people in our generation who are like the the high consumers, high earners, all that kind of stuff, that demographic. And then the one after... <laughs> high earners. No, but you know what I mean? In, in that demographic, right? Uh, what's it like? Uh, white male, age 20, 25 to 35, beer and nuts together at last. Or beer and gum together at last, you know? Like literally, that's kind of what we're, what we're talking about, um, and what I mean is like, until that memory of physical media is gone, we're still gonna be in this weird process where I don't know about you, but when I finish a game, 
and I, I, I've bought it on Steam, it's not the same as taking the game out of the PlayStation and putting it on the shelf. When I yeah. read a book, it's not the same on Kindle. Even though it really is like a Kindle Touch, uh, Kindle Touch is very, very similar to it. It's not the same. You know, it's just that weird, like, those those DVDs I haven't watched in seven years, but do you think I'm going to get rid of them? Hell but no. Like there's you there's something so sad about something that you put so much time into, and then you just take it and you go, okay, now gather dust. Yeah, see, it's weird, though, because there's that, but then there's also, like, oh, it, del- deleting it from the hard drive isn't the same, you know? And it's it's just kind of... Sorry, Kev, for example, I've noticed it, again, from the band thing, where... We'll stream, we're online, we're everywhere, but people still want tapes. People still want vinyl. People still want stuff they can physically touch. And mm. it's tapes and vinyl, not CDs. It's weird. And it's like, we live in a world where you can literally go into Bandcamp now and get everything we've done for like eight quid. Or you can wait like a week for a vinyl or tape or whatever. And, you know, it's just that weird kind of mentality. And I don't even understand it. But, um, well, it's just yeah, strange. but then, like, to the opposite side of the spectrum, you have people like, okay, for myself, before COVID hit, mm. you know, you people like me who basically live out of a suitcase because we travel for work all the time or whatever, and then you, you have minimalists who want, like, less and less stuff. And so the yeah. digital stuff would suit us better because we're yeah. not carrying around as much stuff. Yeah, and that's it. And, mm. you know, I, I, here's the thing. When I lived in Rome, um, I, I bought loads of books, right? And I actually had to leave a lot of those books behind. And halfway through, I bought like a, my first e-reader for the same reason because I'm like I'm traveling, like have to, I have to get it, you know. So I do mm-hmm. understand. And Bryn, actually, you said this: you like having all your games on your Steam library because you take them with you. So I do see the appeal. Yeah. But what I mean but, is, like, again, broadly, I've moved. I moved 15 times in 10 years. Yeah. So yeah, like I mean, I I used to have, um, I used to have a pretty decent DVD library, but that got reduced down to. Got reduced down to the extended editions of Lord of the Rings. Mm. Um, a couple of DVDs I couldn't sell anywhere, and and then and then like a couple of uh, specific director's cuts where I just wanted to keep commentaries and stuff from them. Well, I think but, what I think what's weird is like, that that kind of but that perceived value. It's perceived value, right? What I mean yeah. is, until we value a digital product in the same way as a physical product we're still going to have that apprehension towards it. And I think that's where it comes. And it's, it's solely like stupid monkey brain thing where we're like, like oh, we can hold something, you know? Well, see, my, my big kind of, my big reason I have all this here, my big reason for keeping physical stuff is sharing. Not not mm. in a theoretical sense. I like handing things to people. Me like, too. I just I like this too. game. Yeah. This game is incredible. You need it. Take but like, it. I, I would find that even I personally would appreciate the digital stuff more, you know, like, the way I got the Switch recently and I downloaded a couple of games onto it digitally and you can swap between them. But then when I'm playing the cartridge, I have to like get up, go across the room, get the cartridge, put it in the thing, you know, and I'm just like, that's it, like, I'm already exhausted. That's exhausting. <laughs> you know, and it's weird. Like, cause I, I, that's what I mean. I think we're like the, probably the last generation to have that because I, like later than us and obviously, you know, younger again, that's probably gone. But again, Kids nowadays, they love vinyl and they love tapes. Mm. Don't get it. So it's weird, man. It's just, it's just yeah. that kind of thing. It's well, like, I mean, the, but the thing is, that, like, you in these kind of, like, especially with something like tapes and vinyl, they're consumed in a different way. Mm. You know, like, speaking as someone who, like, I, I still, I still buy stuff digital when I can if I really want to support the band. 
or I am. Uh, but if there's a, if there's vinyl if there's vinyl available for for albums that I know I want to have on vinyl, I get them. Yeah. Like you know, because like there's certain things where you do want to just be able to go. Okay, I'm putting on headphones. I am turning the, this up as loud as I can. I'm sitting down in a nice, comfortable chair, and this is the next forty minutes for me. And there's something incredible about doing that. It, it's a completely different way to listen to music than I've pretty much done for. I pretty much did for I want to say about ten years at least from being from when I was a teenager to being in my my. Yeah, from being from being like going from like my early teens to my late twenties, that entire time I was spending going. Well, I'm on the go, so I'm listening to a CD, or yeah. I'm listening to, listening to my MP3 player, or I'm listening on my phone. Yeah, and that whole time, all that's been doing, all that's been happening is I've had more choices in my pocket of what to listen to, and now I'm going to a point where when I'm at home, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to put on dark side of the moon and i'm gonna do nothing else and that's a yeah. weird thing to do to, for I, my brain to wrap my brain around i think it's more of the act of listening to a vinyl rather than the vinyl itself because like yeah. i i would be the same my dad used to collect vinyls as well and he had you know a, a record player and stuff and he it would literally be a thing where it'd be like okay let's all sit down and listen to the vinyl you know, and then me being a kid was like, can I change it? Can I do the next? You know, that kind of mm. thing. So it's more the act rather than the actual it's also, thing itself. I like knowing the having done, I think, the same college course Bryn did yeah. as like an, an IAV college. And Katie, you're probably about the same. Us in particular have been bred to be audiophiles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah. like there is yeah. like we've been trained to just kind of like get that different kind of grainy texture of vinyl. So there, like, there is a difference in tone as well. Can you, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Can you explain tapes to me? No, there you go. <laughs> I know, an anomaly. Tapes, yeah. tapes defy all it's, logic when it's off, when it's like, it's a actually, I think it's more than, it's not higher quality, but it's a more retro vibe. It's like watching old grainy eighties animation. It's not better by any standard, but it's very, uh, like retro, very uh, bah, 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 what's for, for 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 example nostalgic nostalgic. For example, yeah. for example the, the album that we spent thousand euro on plus to get sounding really good. People can't wait to hear on a vinyl that's going to make it sound awful, and I don't understand that. So I'm like, you're okay. It just but makes like, no again, sense. Makes no the, sense. It's the novelty. Like yeah. even with tapes, it's not the listening to the tape. It's the you know, when you're done with it, you have to rewind it and like stick the pencil in it and all this yeah. kind of stuff. It's mm. it's the whole thing about it. It's got nothing to do with the actual sound quality. Doing well, that with your leg warmers and your rollerblades when yeah. you're on the radio. Your step dance class. <laughs> it's the same kind of thing where there's a level of love coming around as well for VHS. Yeah, oh, VHS and, is great. Actually, I do like VHS a lot. Yeah, but it, I mean, it, it's one of those things where there's a level of love coming around for it because there's just something. But I think, especially for younger people, it's almost like this mythic level of yeah of, thing. The, of like a mythic medium. Of, yeah, they're like, what is like, this? <laughs> you're telling me you spent thirty euro on this brick? That was all you watched for a month, and yeah. you had to manually rewind this. That's Why did crazy. you put this into a machine that it. eats it and, <laughs> and then spits it out again 90 minutes later? <laughs> it eats it, and there's a very high possibility that the machine designed to play it will break it. So, yeah. so hang on a second. You're telling me you had to go to a building 
that had all of these things and you had to spend money on choosing which one you wanted to keep for a night and then you brought it home and you were angry because it started at the credits. Yeah. Before you didn't rewind it again. <laughs> but see, here's the thing, though, right? I I would say in the world that we're in now, there's a lot of good, obviously. But mm. I miss the simplicity of times like that, though. You know, there was a lot a better. Great, you know, when, no, great, you know, you know when you chose a game, right, mm. for your Mega Drive or like that, or your or your PlayStation, and that was it. If you made a bad choice, man. That's your weekend ruined, <laughs> you know, but that's it. Oh, man. Like, we even had grown up, we had a video guy, so I don't know if you guys had this, but we had a guy that would come around, to, you know, every evening or every other evening, whatever it was, and he had a basket of VHS yeah, tapes. Yeah, I had that, yeah, yeah. And you pick whatever one you want, that's and how I saw give it to you for the night, and then come back the next day. <laughs> that's how I saw Star Wars. I remember the first time I saw Star Wars, I was four or five, and I was really sick, um, like really sick. And I, Who is this man? Do you have his phone yeah. number? <laughs> and um, yeah, it was it was funny. So I just remember I got I had like this bad flu or something, and my my dad got me, my mom and I got me like uh, a New Hope, Empire, and Jedi. The Jedi was the wrong tape, but I'll just never forget seeing Empire, the uh, New Hope for the first time, and obviously the rest is history. But um, yeah, yeah, that's one thing I never actually knew anybody who had that video guy before they come around with them and this is before obviously extra vision and stuff like that opened up but uh yeah man different times kids don't know these days they yeah. have it all but there, those know, were there's the a days. great there's a great documentary but i can't remember the exact title of it called um it's something along the lines of um <clears throat> analog men in a digital world yeah and it's very much like again it's talking to people who would have been from a generation or two uh, older than us and them talking about what, what it's like using digital projects and so fascinating seeing like, seeing how they think of it it's kind of like you know it, it's kind of like when uh, similar to when you see people when you see old, when you see people talk about the different language they use for talking about special effects in films where mm-hmm. like uh, like people in our age group would probably say special effects people younger than us probably would say something like CGI and then you get people who are a bit older than us who will say trick photography and um, there's just something so quaint about a phrase like trick photography. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, smoke and mirrors. Or yeah. magic. <laughs> yeah. Or he's superimposed. Yeah. But like I the thing about it is it's like it's it's this kind of cultural gap that we're gonna have. And it's not even, even cultural generation, it's just like moving on with the times because usually when you see great leaps in technology, they take thousands like hundreds of years. But we've literally jumped from you know, literally pre-internet dial-up, right where you have to, you couldn't use the internet at the same time. To now in our life, in a very very short space of time, and it changed the entire world. And we're born in a time where we remember it, what like, it was like before. It's still weird. So I think a lot of the stuff we have value in, it's still as there. Well as, as well as that, the amount of stuff that we have lived through. So we've seen like the decline of tapes and vhs mm. the rise and fall of cds and mini discs and dvds yeah, and, and all of this kind of stuff yeah. like stuff that would have spanned you know hundreds of years that lasted like 20 years yeah like, and it's, it's and, crazy and paper's still going <laughs> paper's still actually here's the thing um paper is king maybe yeah. not for long because the in the trends that are happening now when it comes to contracts and stuff the days of paper contracts are really gone thanks oh, to yeah. thanks to our good friend rona 
Um, okay. It's just not going to happen. So, mm. but paper is still king. And look, there's nothing like opening a book and smelling it, like the smell of the book for the first time. You're like, or drawing on an actual piece of oh, paper. Exactly, to be, like to be fair, working in a bookshop in the middle of the pandemic, books are still going strong. Well, Let me tell you that yeah. right now. There we go. There we go. That's it. Again, look, people are people. And at the end of the day, that's what I mean. And that's why when it comes down to we mu- like I haven't reached a point where I value digital goods as much um, as a physical good. But, you know, who's to say that might not happen? I do see the appeal of it. But, you know, it's just one of those things. Anyway, the time we have left. <laughs> the time we have left. Uh, let, let's go to... Oh, actually, if anyone wants to chime in on that, let us know in your comments below. Are you as old as us? And do you, do you think about it? If not, let what? us know. Tell us One your thing age, I will please. Add. We're gathering data. <laughs> <laughs> well, One Google thing is. I will add to the whole digital thing is that I really like it because I find it less wasteful. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. Um, again, like that's kind of uh, where we're going in the times. But I like space. I like I like the space, though. To be fair, the older I get, the more I value space. So and that's why this is. Actually, uh, we are working on a new studio at the moment, so I might have a new background soon, and this is all going to go. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. It's getting there. It, 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 it's been the the pandemic uh, the pandemic project, and it's getting there. It's pretty sweet. So, yeah, Katie, you want to see vinyl? I'll show you a lot of vinyl. There's, like, boxes and boxes and boxes that my dad's had for 30 years of vinyl. Nice. That's finally going to be put up. So, uh, yeah, that'd be mm. fun. Um, it's why I hate vinyl, because I've been looking at it for 30 years in boxes, but it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> right, so time you have left. Season seven, we're almost done. This is a massive season, and here's the thing: really want to talk about season eight because it's so good. We were kind of talking about before we went on air how much we like season There's eight. No way, we're getting to it today. No, it's not. No. I don't think it is, but we probably will after, after season that. Eight. After that massive uh, detour in the in conversation, after what is now the, the episode topic? Oh, don't tell Ken. Oh, okay. <laughs> God, I love when a plan doesn't come together. <laughs> no, you know, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna do a. Se- we're gonna record a segment of Keen reacting to the show plan, and then it's gonna loop that every time he's not on the show because we never hit it. It's like the same thing. It's like what things we didn't do. Yeah, Dara, uh, tell us what what was in this week's uh, show plan. Oh, in this week's show plan, there was uh, season seven and the beginning of season eight, of The Simpsons, uh, a review that we never did. And yeah, that was it. We, so, we got to forty minutes into the show. But we've done none of that. <laughs> we've done none of that. Yeah, don't worry. We're we're we're, we're professionals. We're yeah. Professionals, what we do, which is professionally not follow a show plan. Yeah, um, it's, it's our gimmick. <laughs> right. So last week we stopped at Bart. We stopped at scenes from the classroom in Springfield. Next two are Bart the Fink and Lisa the Iconoclast. Now I have to say. I beat I beat the I beat the, the revenue this week, guys. So Ayn Rand, I'm gonna be proud. I got my tax rebate. I actually was like, oh, my bank account, and then it turns out I got a pretty big tax rebate. Thank you. Just shows you they steal money from you, lads. Watch out. Um, so make sure you do your taxes. But then they gave it back to you. Yeah, so. eight, two years later, <laughs> I could have used that like you know two hundred quid beforehand. So you know whatever. Um, well, but you to got be fair, I'm self-employed, point. independent artist, so I don't have money for them to steal in the first place. Uh, <laughs> that's that's a, a secret. Don't worry, Katie. <laughs> yeah. The Remember, secret is to not have any money. The important yeah. thing... The answer! <laughs> the important thing is... Remember, guys, taxation is theft. So, uh, that's the important thing. 
um, okay, Bart the Fink. So, a man who did not pay taxes and got uh, taken from it was Krusty the Clown. And he did not do mm-hmm. it for years. So this yeah. is all about, you know, Krusty the Clown, he, he gets found out by the IRS, which is hilarious. The whole segment where he goes through the different banks and they're wearing different gimmicks. They have, like, the monkey costumes and stuff. It's hilarious. I love the check. I really want... I thought you could get that, like a checking account with the Hindenburg. I was depressed to find you couldn't get yeah, those kind of checkbooks. I really want one of those checkbooks. This is a, this is this is just like the this is like the guys and dolls thing over and over again. When I was an <laughs> adult and I realized that they didn't have these checks, I was like, I've been lied to by the Simpsons. Yeah. Um, also, finding out the checkbooks weren't a thing anymore also depressed me as, a, as an yeah, adult. Yeah, <laughs> nobody really writes checks anymore. Well, I remember working in a shop and we're told not to take checks, so it's like that's yeah, we were thing. told that too. Actually. Yeah, it's like yeah. don't take checks. It's like all right. Um, the only actually the only place I know that took checks is like liquor stores, and that always seemed really dodgy. It was like, why did they take I, checks? I, don't know. I will it's say just though, like an official IOU, though. Yeah, <laughs> I, I used to. I one of my first job, uh, probably my first face painting job. They used to pay me in checks, and it was so inconvenient because you know you would do a couple of gigs, and you might have earned like thirty euro or something over the space of the month, and then you have to wait a month to get the check. And then they post it out to you, which takes a couple of days. And then you have to put it in the bank, which takes another couple of... So by the time you get the check, it's like a month and a half later. Wow, that is so, so inconvenient. inconvenient. So, so inconvenient. Man. Mm. I don't know. You should have went with barter. Like, gave you some goats or something. You <laughs> have the goats. And you have the milk and everything by then. Milk and cheese. Okay, I'll exactly. paint the, and then you hit, I will paint then you these five children. I will and, take one of them. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, what's it? Paint, paint my blitz. I, I gave you this to paint my blitzens or make my blitzens. Yeah. Those blitzens were terrible. <laughs> paint my chicken coop. Make me. Is this in it? Because I remember. I wa- oh, yes, it is. Because I watched yeah. this one soon and it's fantastic. But we'll get to that. That's actually my favorite episode of the whole run of this segment so look Bart the Fink yeah. it is what it is has some really good moments um, it's not, not a <laughs> it'll be dead for hours <laughs> yeah it's, it's not the, it's not the best one but it does have some really good moments because what do you think about this uh, this episode overall yeah it's out of that I, I think it good. has some good, good quotes but not really a whole lot out of else that I'd uh, I'd praise hmm. wait I think okay so Peter's I'm, I'm going to out myself and say that I, I didn't watch this season, but is this the one with the little mini crusty guy playing yeah, the accordion? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. You'll be dancing yeah. for hours. hours. <laughs> has, like, has great moments in it, but overall... Not my it, porno! <laughs> I, I think once he does the... Fa- once he fakes his death... Yeah, it kind of falls the, down. The steam comes out... The energy goes out of the episode. Granted, the like, the not, my, not a quarter is a great moment it's like it feels like they could have done more with an incognito crusty that they just didn't yeah. yeah 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 um next one that makes up for it though it's one of the best ones in the whole series lisa the iconoclast now <laughs> has my favorite joke which as you know i didn't get as a kid because of course you didn't but um in hindsight i do um it's you know where lisa writes out the the art the report and uh, then the the teacher's like, you know, it, it's it's women like you that keep the rest of us from getting a husband. And then Homer's like, oh, I've been called a greasy tub before, and it never starts hurting. And I'm like, that's just phenomenal. It's, just, it's, it's brilliant. Oh, it's so good. I, I, I also have to like I, I love that Donald Sutherland Donald Sutherland is yes, the best uh, voice. Yeah, yeah. So, it so well. It's perfect. I, even, I, abs- I absolutely love his, that moment where he's like. He, get, he gets furious at Lisa. He's like, 
You're banned from here. You're banned. Your children are banned, and your children's children are banned. For six three months. Three months. <laughs> <laughs> and just the sequence, they managed to fit in a fucking a goddamn sequence where George Washington fights a pirate. That's yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I, I, what I like about this is there's so much world building in it where you're like, actually, all this kind of makes sense. Where you're like, yeah, you know, I suppose. Like, of course, this town was built by a pirate. Yeah, it, it's the only thing that makes sense because like, the actual narrative that they've told you is so like hokey and doesn't really make any sense. It's like, yeah, probably, you know, that's probably. Mm. Um, but also Homer as well as the town crier. <laughs> Dig oh, up that corpse! It's just, yeah. it's just like, it's fantastic. Here, here, we all make girl, we all make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, it's great. I, I'd say it, of all the see, of all the episodes on this one, this is like one that I'd recommend to people along with like King Size Homer. Um, mm. It's just fantastic. Um, Homer the Smithers again. This is one. This would be my go-to as well for my cooking level before I learned to do it, where I was afraid to make cereal. <laughs> Oh, it's still my cooking level. Oh, fair, fair. Well, I I can make everything except for chicken, because every time I try, I get myself food poisoning, so no dice. Um, Yeah, just don't make chicken. I don't make chicken. I do not. I get other people to make chicken for me when I do. I'm like, I will make beef products. No chicken. I'm like the opposite. (laughs) I can only make chicken. Oh, really? I'm afraid. (laughs) I still remember. Screw up beef. Yeah, well, beef, yeah, that's you it. have to cook it. Yeah, you just there. It does it for you. But chicken is like, oh, you're going to try kill me again. I just know you are. So nope. Um, Homer the Smithers. So this one is. Uh, I watched it obviously on my my PlayStation Three, but when you watch it on Channel Four and Sky, they hack it to bits because of uh, Smithers vacation. They don't. Oh, doesn't he go to like Fire Island or something? No, yeah, for gay erasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. They, they they get cut a lot of that out. So you're like, well, okay. Um, but yeah, really missed, it, it's a shame that they do though, because he missed that amazing bit where he stops the speedboat suddenly and the human pyramid behind him on the water <laughs> completely <laughs> topples over. Uh, see, this is it. You know, by cutting by by cutting it so aggressively, they lose a lot of the jokes. Mm. So mm-hmm. it, it's it's like the um, I, like I can't remember any specific ones in this episode, but it's like the way that on uh, Disney Plus the aspect ratio issue does ruin a lot of jokes. Yeah. Well, they fixed, they fixed that it. now. They fixed it now. Yeah. They fixed Good. it. You just have to manually set it, yeah. Yeah. which is still yeah. awful. Yeah, because um, who who would want to? Who'd who would want to keep it like that? Exactly. It's just um, it does have one of my favorite jokes, which is the phone call about the car, the car cube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it about my cube? <laughs> <laughs> <Is that> my cube. <laughs> you, have 30, you have thirty minutes to move your car. Your car has been impaired. Your car has been cubed. You have thirty minutes to move your cube. <laughs> no, I also love you know where you hear this big ringing and then it just pulls back and it's this tiny bell. It's yeah. a big funnel. It's just fantastic. Or hello, um, Mr. Burns. <laughs> I am your mother. <laughs> I don't love you. I don't love you, Martel. It's, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's uh, one that like I remember seeing. I hardly remember anything from it, and it just made me cry the entire way through. It's yeah, gold. It's brilliant. It's so good. It's so tight. It's so like witty and smart. It's it's fantastic. Quality Simpsons. Um, the date of violence has died. Really like mm. this one. Um, it's, it has a lot of nostalgic moments. Pretty, pretty much for playing Hit and Run, where you could get, you could actually get uh, chest oh, and rocket, rocket yeah. car. And mm. I was like, we're finding that. It didn't turn, and it felt great. Yeah, this is brilliant. So you know that alone for inspiring it is great. But this also has you know 
paint my blitzes. Uh, I paint yeah. my fence, it, paint my chicken coop. Those bits are awful. Like top, Make me. It also has like <laughs> top tier yeah. Lionel Hutz moments as well. With uh, where with him go, with him in the uh, courtroom as well, and just go well. We it's like well, do you have any evidence to show? It's like well, we have uh, conjecture, hearsay, and hearsay. Those are kinds <laughs> of <laughs> those are kinds of evidence. Also, has the the now iconic "I'm Amendment to Be" song, yeah, which is fantastic. Um, and again, like again, this is one show that we would just quote a lot as kids, like. Uh, not te- teenagers, particularly the paint my chicken coop make me, and then also the amendment to be we we quote a lot too. Mm. Um, yeah, because this again this period this like season season seven and eight rotated all the time in Ireland <laughs> all the time. Yeah, just ad nauseum. A fish called Selma. I don't know. I, I uh, there's too many bits in it that I, I love. Don't know. Like, like yeah, no, I, I mean for God's sake. Yeah, I know, I know. I don't I know, know how many I times know. I quote that, like, all of that musical. Yeah, <laughs> you see, like, like, this is this is very much the same case as, like, Bart the Fink, where it has, like, those standout incredible moments, which mm. obviously, you know, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, which, again, I thought was a real thing, also not a real thing. No. Oh, it's come just, on, man. I know. You're doing this to me. I know. It's like, oh, I know it's Amadeus. It's a Falco song. I know it's a Love Falco it. song. I know. <laughs> I know. My dad's a DJ. I know that. <laughs> but it's like I still thought it was in Planet of the Apes. <laughs> you're just you're shattering all of it my childhood be, illusions yeah. here. Right? It could be an hour version of Planet of the Apes. Fair. You're telling me there's not a chimpanzee? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I finally <laughs> made a monkey. <laughs> can I? Pl- can I? Pl- but no, this does have like it. It had a moment I did not get as a kid. But the whole running joke through the episode about Troy I'm going to, I'm going, I'm going to see, I'm going to see world. Yeah, yeah, that's the bit where I'm like, oh wow, okay, his his romantic abnormality. Yeah, it's so shocking and depraved that if we were ever to get out, no, not that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God! It's, I it's, thought you said Troy McClure was dead. I said he sleeps with the, the fishes. fishes. I didn't mention that he it's was dead. Just, it, they kept bringing it up, and I was like, "Think this, this the whole thing." I just forgot how many times they mentioned it across the episode. I, I love the bit where he's just like, "Oh no, please!" I just had a whole uh, but a, a whole plate of pasta bagul. <laughs> I, I absolutely love that the room that he wanted to have sex with Salma in as well underwater in a sea in a shellfish theme it's unreal but it's on a cliff as well yeah. it's so it's so elaborate it's so strange the, the guy the guy has issues man like, yeah, because oh, this is another one where like this properly just fleshed out the character of yeah. Troy McClure and I love that I, I can't fault that at all yeah. I feel feel sorry for Selma you know it shows that what she's willing to go along with but then once they bring up kids she's like look I don't want to do that and it's like you know that even though she's kind of horrible to Homer she is fundamentally a decent person it's like well, I mean Homer can deserve it yeah, yeah. Homer's not exactly yeah. you know a decent person <laughs> like, himself like, I mean, like put it this way if uh, if my sister went out with a Homer Simpson, I wouldn't be thrilled. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, exactly. That's fair. You know, I, fair. I kind of, like, the older I get, the more I understand why they're crap to them. No, like, that makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. Sense. Um, Bart on the Road, one that has oh. two of the most, uh, the best Simpsons moments ever. Also ones that have been quoted a lot, and now that are memes. The, uh, the first one, the Sith pointed back to Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, 
just the whole sequence, Bart, can we stop for ice cream? Yeah, you know, it's just... The whole car thing is just fantastic. But, like, something that I actually use in everyday life is always some kind of adaptation of, well, first it started falling over, and then it fell over. <laughs> so you're going to buy some wigs or you get it? <laughs> also, it's just like, okay, World's Fair or Disneyland? Agneville, what's it? Nashville, Nashville. It's just, it's brilliant. Also, first time they use computer CG, if you're generated animation yeah. in, in The Simpsons, is, you know, when they're panning the car around? First time that was done in The Simpsons, yeah. So just a bit of trivia there. Um, yeah, look, it's a good episode. Um, not the best by any stretch of imagination, but has some fantastic. Oh, moments. it's it's a classic. It it's is. up there. It's it definitely those, up there. Yeah. I think it's one of those episodes where, like, it probably, in terms of joke rate, it probably isn't that high, but the story is so damn good that you so, don't really care. So like, also, uh, I didn't get the Marlon Brando reference because I didn't know who Marlon Brando was when I was eight, <laughs> but now I do. And I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, so yeah, it all, it all gets wrapped up in the yeah. bow with Marge answering the phone. His, no, Bart can't take crackage to Winnipeg. <laughs> Principal Skinner, no, Bart's never been to Hong Kong. <laughs> I I also love the bit with Nelson revealing his obsession with Andy Williams. Yeah. Oh, we don't need to go there. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, or guys. The te- or the technician on the phone when Homer's just pouring the soda. Uh, like, oh God! Oh God! What's going on? <laughs> oh man so great alright 22 short films about Springfield Classic. yes amazing everything about I, it everything about it I thought it was fun I thought it was funny before I saw Pulp Fiction yeah now yeah. I think it's incredible although yeah. to be fair you see how dark um what's the guy's name Let's go with the arm oh um Herman Herman, you see yeah. how dark Herman is. You're like, oh well, if he's going to do what was going, what was happening in Pulp Fiction, you're like, man, <laughs> close. Yeah, it's they always like, alluded to that though. Like he runs the gun shop. Oh, ah, yeah. yeah, but you don't, you don't think he's, you know, going to do what happened in Pulp Fiction? Like, you know, <laughs> you know he's dark, but you don't think it's that dark. You know, we lost Kev. Did we lose Kev? Uh, no, he's oh, back. Okay. Oh, he's back. He's, he's back. Just, he's he's just okay. <laughs> good. Oh god, now I'm playing Simpsons. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> right. So yeah, again. Absolute one that you need to watch. Yeah. Uh, Rage and Apes. Professor that- Freak. Professor Freak. He makes you laugh. He makes. It- <laughs> oh, oh monkey's gonna, gonna, gonna pay. Rage and Apes and his Grum grandson in Curse of the Flying Hellfish. This is love one that this I, one. I love. This one, but I always forget about it because I think on my files it's not actually there. So I actually forget about it until I went back and watched it on Sky. This is a really good episode. See, it's not the funniest, but it's the story it tells. Yeah. It's really mm. interesting. It's really, it's really dark. Really dark. But it, Like, the fact that he's in a tontine to begin with. <laughs> I love the fact that Ox knows what a tontine is. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be like right the first and last time we see Ox, but yeah. I love him, I love him uh, so well, much. Ox and, El- and Elsa as well, so the one and yeah. a few others. It's like... Asa. Asa, that's it. It's like, come on, who, who would you want these? The Nazis, the guys that shoot us all day? Come on, we can have them. We'd be rich. Rich as Nazis. Rich as Nazis. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> is such a, is such a horrible human being, man. It just, like, it just is... The bad mitten with the grenade. Oh, I, lo- I love, I love those like Skinner's rationalization. It's like I could have three chicken dinners a day. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh my god! But yeah, but yeah, it is fun to see like just kind of all these all these characters just dad just dad themselves basically, but just like in World War Two, that's just yeah. fun. To be fair, you know, so if you ever wanted to do a kind of spin off, that wouldn't be a bad thing to do. 
Yeah. You know, have like a bit of a dad's army feel. Yeah, it's it, it. it something they could do, but obviously, you know, it'd be a totally different show. But look, I enjoyed it. It has some fantastic jokes. It gives Burns so much play to be like a super villain, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but not like a comic soup, more like a, like a Lex Luthor kind of thing where he's so scheming, it, you know. It's it's almost like a, an Indiana Jones style Yeah, it feels villain. like that too. It feels like that too. Um, also, it has the best bit with the with the German guy at the end. Really. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I forgot about that. It's going back to the descendants of the person that had. Yeah, yeah, yeah get in the trunk. Get in the trunk. <laughs> hey, so don't good. hurt the. Don't damage the CD changer. <laughs> <laughs> He's brilliant. He's brilliant. I love that guy. So great. He's so hey, fun boys, <laughs> get a move. Yeah, so good. Um, oh man. Okay. So uh, great. So then we have much of poo about nothing, which yeah. is you know. Had the bear tax. I paid. I don't want to pay the bear tax. I paid homer tax. No, the homeowner tax. <laughs> spectacular. Spectacular. It's also like he's also like complaining about how expensive it is. But it's like a five dollar tax is like <laughs> the lowest nothing. increase. Oh man! I, I just the whole sequence is just yeah. phenomenal. Just making fun. Oh, of, you know, Skinner so planning ahead for the angry mob is just such I, a great I little moment. <laughs> Did he have an appointment? Yes, they do. I phoned ahead. Um, Homer Palooza now this is great this is like the Smashing Pumpkins one which again mm. this would be my first exposure to the Smashing Pumpkins as a kid mm. and uh, yeah it kind of hits it perfectly really but you know. yeah, oh it's, it's gold it's yeah. it just like it the like the the music uh, just like the kind of the music jokes in the 90s kind of alt rock scene just hit me particular but the whole sequence like, first Homer steals my pig then Cypress <laughs> Hill steal my orchestra and now Sonic Youth are going through my cooler Get oh, out come on, Mr. Frampton. You're not going to eat all that watermelon. watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, but yeah, no, the, the, the Smashing Pumpkins jokes. <laughs> uh, Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins, Homer Simpson smiling politely. <laughs> Guys, if you want to continue in on the bands here and you're listening to a Phoenix 92.5 FM, what are you doing? Go over to YouTube and check us out. NerdStoneMedia.com is where you can check out the rest of the show. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue breaking this down. Guys, so we'll see you after this quick break. Check out the rest of Rewind here on Phoenix 92.5 FM every Tuesday at 8pm to 9pm and of course over on NerdToKnowMedia.com, the only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling. We'll see you then. Um, thanks for sticking with this stream. But yeah, Homer, Homer Palooza. Um, <laughs> fantastic. It's so great. It's such a good show. End, like end to end, it just has great... Just- non-stop jokes yeah i just it's how i found about and it's it's how i found out about grand folk railroad and grand folk railroad are incredible here's the thing right so do you know a bit where he's explaining all the the music it's like i used to be with it but well yeah it's like one that's kind of starting to happen as we're rounding up towards 30 or beyond but the bit where your you know your dad explains stuff you're like it's so accurate where you're like your dad your parents are talking about stuff from 70s and 80s and you're like wow this is literally the simpsons like yeah. it's like this is just what happened you know so it's crazy that it just has that like this even so late into its run it still has that slice of life kind of real world thing where you're like wow simpsons actually gets it they really understand what they're doing so fair play and then the jokes are great you know, Billy Corgan should be on everything. I love Billy Corgan. Good guy. Um, and yeah, so there we go. Next one, wrapping up. So, a weak ending to a great series, but a very good episode. What do you guys think on that statement? 
Um, probably fair. I I did really enjoy the episode overall. Um, I just I love the idea though of like Lisa questioning who she is and yeah. her trying to branch out and make herself into a entirely different person to see if she could actually fit in with people, kind of like experimenting with who she is. Yeah. Um, and then in the end, it has a nice message of that, like she's actually fine the way she is. Yeah. You know? I'd say, yeah, no, I, I, I call it actually a very good ending to a season because it really just start, it stops it off on that kind of real emotional high. Mm. Mm. I think I, I, I think it's more, I think where myself and Dara come from more is like it's the joke rate isn't yeah. spectacular. Well, isn't as, again, yeah. coming, like, coming off much pooed about nothing in San Palooza, it's not as good. No. But here's the thing, the placement of it. Now, this happened in May, May 19th. Right, 1996. So mm. it is a summer episode. So I suppose it just kind of makes sense in its placement, and then it would kind of pick up around uh, fall for the rest for the season eight. So mm. I suppose that's probably what they were going for. But again, this is what we lose watching it 20 years later, 20 plus years later, in not 30 years later, yeah. uh, in um, in a in a nutshell, you know, in isolation. So um, yeah, look, I like it. It's great to see um, like the guest stars are great. Um, it does have the dud date game where it looks at Millhouse it's like hey Poindexter <laughs> it's fantastic um, but yeah like it was what it was and I think it does have a good good, good message but um, definitely yeah good message I mean how did the proper way to celebrate the independence of your of your country by blowing, by blowing a chunk of it up <laughs> a <laughs> oh, great message great. it's great it's so funny um, I would I actually kind of would wish they'd go back to that house and do an episode in it because they never went back to it which is you think they would have because it's been established but you know, it is what it well, is. Well, it's Flanders' house, so the Simpsons has no re- have no reason to go back to that house. Yeah, but... He might Hol- ask them to look after it again. Yeah, mm. but Homer just steals from Flanders all the time anyway, so that doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, you can just say, hey, I'm yeah. using your house, sorry. But, yeah, but with the amount of post-it notes that Ned leaves around, I mean, would you want oh, to go back? Oh, actually, there's a great one there. I forgot that, you know, put food in me. And he just takes <laughs> it and puts it... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or it's fill, uh, fill me. Oh, thanks, Ned, with what? what? With water, <laughs> I, I I love that. Like that's the first kind of real sassy um, marriage. Which is like I've had enough of this, you know. And it's just like it's brilliant, fantastic. But overall, guys, here is where we come down to it. What rating are we going to give this episode? So I'll start with Bryn. You first. Um, I okay. So I re I really enjoyed season five and six. Yeah, and I didn't enjoy this as much. Um, as either of those seasons, it has great episodes in it, it has great moments in it, but I do think it is, um, I do think out of the, out of the, out of uh, those seasons, which I would see, I would say are probably higher than it. I would have to give it like an eight seven five uh, out of ten because it's slightly weaker than five overall. I think. Uh, okay, Katie. I don't know, because, like, for me, watching The Simpsons in season form is kind of weird, just purely because when I watched it as a kid, there were no seasons. It was just whatever was on. So they all kind of feel like definitive Simpsons. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of hard to decide just because, they, to me, it all feels right. And then separating them into seasons is just a bit odd. Yeah. and I th- But again, like, I think, as we said, five, six, seven and eight even. They are peak Simpsons because that's what we were kind of shown over and over again, right? So they're mm-hmm. your kind of they're your definitive episodes. So yeah, it makes sense. You know, I would say yeah. when I when I when I come to it, I will kind of circle back to that point. But um, 
before that, Kev, do you want to jump in there? I'd go with a solid eight. Like, I think mm. just, you know, has some low points. Not bad low points, but not as good as it could have been. Some solid episodes. But I know for a fact that we are getting better. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, it's, look, it's, with, with, um, with me, I kind of agree with Katie there. That's kind of how I watched The Simpsons as well, you know, growing up. It's like, it was all The Simpsons until it wasn't, right? Um, but I, I didn't say, even know what a season was when I was a child. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. But again, yeah. like, what, six, five, six, seven, eight, nine, mm. they were repeated over and over again. So mm-hmm. they do share a lot of that nostalgic memory. And I think everyone listening to this, even watching this over a certain age, who match your age, or even who's from Ireland, and for some reason, Australia. The Australians seem to love The Simpsons a lot as well, just like us. So they must have had the same kind of experience. But um, yeah, man, it's it. I would agree. I, this would kind of tie with season five for me. It's better than season six by a lot. Um, it has probably my two or three favorite episodes of Simpsons in it. When I go back and if I want to watch something, I will just stick it on and I'll have a great time. Season eight is coming up and I'm, I didn't think I'm going to enjoy that as much as I probably am. But yeah, it has some great episodes. So we will get to that and we can continue it on. Uh, cause we don't know this, this lockdown isn't look like it's going to go away anytime soon. So nothing's happening. So at least we get to keep going on the Simpsons. But uh, guys, you're really busy. You have a lot of shows coming up. Now, we just did the Rewind, so it's up on the channel if you guys haven't checked it out. Uh, it's going to obviously go out at its normal times. But um, let's start with Katie. Your show, your shows have been fantastic recently. I've really enjoyed them. Um, oh, so thank you. Oh, no, you're welcome. Uh, you always bring out some really good guests. I'm always kind of excited to see who you have because it's always very different. But who have we got this week? Uh, so this week we have Warren Blair, who is a photographer from up north who is really good. He does like creative stuff and weddings, but he also does a lot of cosplay stuff. So very, very interesting for nerdy people. Um, And that will be coming out tomorrow lunchtime, or if you're listening on Saturday, two days ago. Um, And also just want to throw in that we are coming to the end of, so I have a list of names of people on the show. We're kind of starting to come to the end of that within the next couple of weeks. So if you want to be on the show, please email in. Oh, definitely. And you, you can just use the nerd to know media at gmail.com email address and yeah. you'll get that set up for you. So that's cool. Um, and Kev, you just dropped a new show there over to Bank Holiday. Yeah, latest episodes three of Anime Crash Course dropped over on the Bank Holiday Monday. This time it was myself, uh, Keith and Lisa talking about 2019's The Promised Neverland. Spooky Yuki, horror, kids getting eaten. It's a fun time. Lisa hated it, but we all loved it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. No, I had a real blast uh, filming the episode. It was it was great fun, uh, and that's you can hear all about that on uh, on the channel. And what's coming up next? Have you guys decided yet? We have this time. We are doing the time travel sci fi escapade of Steinsgate. Right, I'm on that. You keep saying I, ca- I, I keep you, forgetting. You I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting when it's on, See, and then you're the like, record, I record it. The and recording then is on the schedule. You I know, I know, but I I keep forgetting, and I'm like, oh, oh, that's today. No, I will be on it. I will, I will ensure because I love Steins Gate. I love Steins. Is this Steins Gate? Is that on? You said it was on Netflix. It is. It okay. is. Okay, I will. It I will is. do my best to be on that one too. Then Steins Gate, because there is a lot of crossover. Because we mentioned Steins Gate on our time travel episode from the dark. 
Oh, really? Yeah, so I actually go into Steins Gate because John Teeter is in Steins Gate and, yeah. you know, that that's a big part of it. Mm. So if you guys haven't checked it out in preparation, check out From the Dark, the time travel episode, and I will try to remember when that's on because I always forget and that's why I haven't on them, but I enjoy listening to them, so they're always It fun. is, Steins Gate is, in my opinion, the best piece of media about time travel. Oh, have you? There is a. Those are some strong words. There are some strong words. There's a yeah. There's some really good ones though as well. But yeah, no, no, so I it's mean, pretty close. About it, not with a plot point revolving around it. Oh, fair enough. Doctor okay, Who yeah. is not about time travel. Fair, fair. Have uh, you seen the um, FAQ about time tra- time travel? It's a BBC film. I'll send you a link. Please do. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to find. It's hard to find good. Uh, good stories about time travel. Well, yeah, because well, it's mostly used as a cop out. Well, what we might, what we might do, guys, um, we might do a time travel special if we can find mm. interest, where we talk about media based it. So that's what we could do. And if there's interest, let and, us know. And we have to make sure Keen does not talk about Doctor Who. Well, we'll be no, doing... absolutely, let him talk about Doctor Who. We'll keep it. We'll keep a counter to see how long it takes him to get to. <laughs> yeah. So, and then we'll see how quickly myself and Derek can, de- uh, can derail it to talk about Aerostar. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But Bryn, before we go yes. again. How is the show going, and where can people expect um, it? Terribly. <laughs> it's going. Um, basically, I uh, so I, I made a pilot, and it's awful. So I've been editing the hell out of it, and I'm trying to make it sound good, but it doesn't sound good. So, but it's the pilot. Exactly. Yeah, I know. The pilot doesn't have to be the top quality. Brilliant. It doesn't have to be, but I need it to be. To quote, so. to quote Homer, yearly, yearly, dig up that corpse. <laughs> yeah, just, just post it. You should. Fine. You should just yeah. at some point. You should just do what I do. Is that when you've been working on something so long that you start to overwork it, just take a step back. See, you, you think all these yeah. years working with me would rub off on them? Where you don't have it, you don't have. You just kind of free ball it. Yeah. You know? the, the the problem so, is, is that like when it comes to sitting, when it comes to sitting down and doing an edit, I tend to, I tend to get quite diligent about it. And oh, you're, you're talking to find... someone who spends six hours per episode of a yeah. half-hour show. That's crazy, guys. <laughs> seriously, I, literally, yeah. what I do is I, I might put this through editing software. I might do... Sometimes I just don't bother because it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just is what it is. But these guys put in all the work, so... Yeah. It, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's because I, I just can't... I can't I can't do it. I I need it to sound good. I like I, Again, like I completely understand that idea of uh, spending six hours... That's, on a half hour show yeah yeah but <laughs> again i'm sure i'm sure it wasn't half hours when you started <laughs> no it was yeah. <laughs> yeah it's actually elongated since <laughs> mm. well yeah that i i know that pain that pain as well well look yeah. you're, you're hearing the pain and if you haven't checked out the shows it's totally worth it <laughs> yeah, yeah please check out the shows to make my six hours worth of editing yeah. worth it exactly when, whenever whenever date me validate me whenever tech takeover does come out and i, I i'm hoping for soon <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's all i can do is hope um but whenever it does come out please do check it out it will be on all the all the necessary feeds so what you got to um, do guys is at brin yep. cast brin cast yeah and just add him for the show and that's what yep. you do because bullying just, works yeah you know poke, like poke. all you have to if, if all you have to do is just look at the pyramids and remind yourself that slavery does get things done so. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm wow. not touching that one. Wow. <laughs> and on that joyous note, yeah. we're going to end the show, guys. So uh, thank you very much for joining us this week. And we'll be back next week if we're not cancelled. Um, but yeah. <laughs> we will see you guys next week and uh, don't forget subscribe below hit the bell all that good stuff if you want to comment comment below or go over to nerdthonemedia nerdthonemedia at gmail.com we'll see you later guys bye join us at nerdthonemedia.com thank you for listening to a nerd to know media production 